0: We've gathered here tonight to look back and celebrate 20 years of the Sheerans being here at First Church in Tennant, Missouri. And um, I just want to say publicly and personally that uh, we've already talked about his faithfulness, but I want to say thank you for your faithfulness. 20 years... Sermons preached, sermons that have altered destinies and prayers that have been prayed that has changed situations. And I just want to say thanks for being a truth teller. You better thank God you got a truth teller. In this world that's full of deception and all kinds of voices that are trying to distract and Draw people away. You better thank God that your shepherd is a truth teller. It's not always been easy. It's not always been convenient. And I want to say thank you personally that uh, you, have, you have remained true to your call, to your ministry, and also to the Word of God. I want to say thanks to this family because this is a team effort. And uh, Sister Shay, what an amazing worship leader and anointed! Anyone that knows her knows that if uh, you want to get into the presence of the Lord, I, I remember the story. They went to the prophet and they said, "We need to, we need to get a word from the Lord." And he said, "Well, I'll tell you what. You go find me a worship leader. Go find me a minstrel. We need somebody to s- start playing some notes on the strings and singing and." And I can tell you this, that when Sister Shea begins to sing, suddenly it just makes it a whole lot easier to hear what the Lord is going to say. Amen. And there is an immediate awareness of God's presence. I want to give honor to these three beautiful girls that are also a part of this team. They've spent their entire life here. I guess Tess is the only one that wasn't born here. But she wasn't, uh, it wasn't that, she was two, yeah, two years old, and uh, Emma and Abby, and what amazing women of God that they all have become, and uh, they bring so much to the kingdom, so much to the Sheeran ministry, and uh, love them, love what they stand for. You want to know what holiness looks like? Look at these three girls, you want to know what? You want to know what? Uh, I'm, I'm just gonna. Can I? Can I just do whatever I want? You know what? I'm the boss tonight. It doesn't matter. You don't get to boss me around tonight. <laughs> if you want to, if you want to know a man's ministry or to measure his ministry, just measure it by by what his children do. And uh, I happen to be privy. I don't know that it's even been known here, but I'm going to share it. That uh, when they were given money, good sums of money uh, for different purposes, but they were at our general conference and God began to move. And their heart began to be touched by the burden that they were feeling at that moment. And uh, thousands of dollars that they committed. One, one was for a car. It had already been dedicated, set aside for a car, but instead she decided that she wanted to give it because she wanted to see the kingdom of God go forward. Another birthday money that was given, but she wanted to give that away instead of take it for herself. And uh, I've seen these sacrifices, I've seen these choices that have been made in all three of their lives on so many different occasions. And that's just a tiny window and example, but I want you to know that we celebrate you three because you're just as much a part of this team and um, so important to what God is doing within Kenneth and within the kingdom. Everywhere you touch and everywhere you go, your lives are making a difference. So we love you so so very much. You can also measure a man by his friends. And there are many here tonight. In fact, I wish we had time just to let everyone stand and say something or take the mic, but you would not enjoy that after it got... You would (laughs) like it in the beginning, but in the end, it would start waning on a little longer than probably you had planned to be here tonight. Because the truth of the matter is there's so much that could be said and probably should be said. But we're going to try to summarize it tonight, and there's... Those here tonight that we would like to give that opportunity to, just as a as a, uh, a sample of of what is here in this room, the first thing that I would like to share with you is a letter that was sent by our general superintendent, brother David K. Bernard, and uh, he writes this on in honor of your pastor and his wife, dear brother and sister Sharon. Greetings in the name of our Lord Jesus. Congratulations on your 20th pastoral anniversary. Although Sister Bernard and I are not able to join you in this celebration, we honor you for reaching the milestone, this milestone in your ministry. We appreciate the valuable contributions that you have made to your local church, the Missouri District, and to the United Pentecostal Church International. Your dedicated service as Director of Promotions for Children's Ministry is greatly appreciated. On a personal note, I appreciated the opportunity to preach at First Church. Sister Bernard and I have enjoyed our times of interaction and fellowship. Thank you for your faithfulness, commitment to the apostolic message and lifestyle, and your love for souls. It is exciting to see what the Lord has accomplished through your ministry, and the best is yet to come. May God's grace and love continue to be with you. Sincerely in Christ, David K. Bernard, General Superintendent. And so I think that uh, I think that is so well deserved in fact, I, I, I meant to do this, and I want to do it right now before we go any further. I just want Sister Shea and I want the girls to stand, and I want Brother Sharon to stand. And uh, not everybody's going to get a chance to say something, but you have a moment right here, right now, to express your appreciation for this family. And I wonder if you could put your hands together and you could celebrate. Amen. God's hand, God's anointing, God's favor upon this family. Amen. And we are blessed. We are blessed. You are blessed. The Missouri District is blessed. United Pentecostal Church is blessed, and the kingdom is blessed. We thank you for all, all that you do and all you contribute. God bless you. Thank you for that. You may be seated. It's so great to have with us tonight Brother Robbie Knox, who serves with Brother Don Sheeran on the, inter, on, on the international. I guess that is true. It's international. You're going international. But we're so glad to have the National Children's Ministry team here. Brother Robbie Knox is the secretary uh, for the for the United Pentecostal Church. We would like him to come at this time and share some words.
1: Thank you, Brother Carr. And I want to say thank you uh, to the Sharon family. What an honor it is to be able just to uh, spend some time and um, give them honor. I want to say at the start uh, to Tess, Em, and Abby that... My shirt is ironed, and I am ready to give honor to whom honor is due. I'll explain that in just a moment. What an honor it is to spend just a moment with you in giving honor to a wonderful man of faith and a great God and his precious family, uh, Sister Shay, and what I call the sweet tea, Tess, Emma, and Abby. I'm so sorry that Krista is not able to uh, be here with us this evening, but she does send her love as well as as Houston and and Brooklyn. I first met Brother uh, Donnie Sheeran, I believe it was at General Conference in Salt Lake City, I believe it was, in September of 2004. He was the newly elected Sunday School Director from Missouri, And that started a friendship that we have dearly, dearly cherished. I was elected at General Conference in 2006 to serve as secretary of what was known then as Sunday School. And not long after I was elected, I received a call from Brother Erickson, who was director at the time, asking if I opposed uh, Donnie Sheeran serving as director of promotions. We welcomed the Sharons, and it has been an absolute joy to serve alongside them in this great ministry. And then then Brother and Sister Cannon came along, and that was just the icing on the cake, ladies and gentlemen. So regarding the Iron Shirt, okay, it, it was our first junior Bible quiz finals probably 2007, kiddos were small. Knox kids and Sheeran kids were headed to the hotel pool. And uh, everyone was ready to go except me. And I I was the hold up, I guess. I had to have my shirt ironed. And uh, you know how kids are. They have a lot of patience. They just don't use any of it. And uh, it has been brought up ever since. Do you have your shirt ironed? So I look at the friendship I have with uh, Donnie Sheeran as a brother more than I do a friend. And uh, he is a brother from another mother. And then the kiddos, they call me Uncle Robbie, and my kiddos call him Uncle Donnie and Father Don, Don now for, for some reason. <laughs> to me, that speaks volumes. We've shed tears together, we've laughed until we've cried. Especially when I tried teaching our families how to do the floss dance. And uh, nope, I will not do it here, Brother Carr. I will not do it here. I, I don't feel the spirit right now. We essentially agree on just about everything except baseball teams, but that's okay. He is a foodie and a good one. Donnie, Brother Sheeran, does not go hungry. He does not go hungry and I'm sure if we found ourselves on a deserted island, he's already done his homework and we'll get something good to eat <laughs> and uh, he'll try to talk emos into delivering out there. So. <laughs> Most importantly, Donnie and Shay Sharon are anointed leaders. They led this great church and they lead this great church for 20 years and very well respected, not only in the Missouri district, but in the United Pentecostal Church International as a whole. What a, what a great musician and singer Donnie is, an outstanding preacher Shay is. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. My, my mind must be doing the floss dance. <laughs> Donnie Sheeran is an anointed faith preacher. My faith is increased every single time I hear Brother Donnie Sheeran preach, and and Sister Shea is an anointed musician that's already been mentioned and singer. And they both have been a blessing to the United Pentecostal Church as well. 20 years. I'm sure it feels like yesterday when the Sharons arrived in Kennett. We are grateful for 20 years of dedicated service to a wonderful church family. And I want to say to the great First Church family of Kennett. Thank you. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts for sharing them with us. Many times they may be absent, but trust me, trust me, it's not vacation. It's the Lord's work and you allowing them to bless our fellowship. It brings back blessings upon you. So Donnie, Shay, Tess, Emma, and Abby, our lives are not the same since your path crossed the Knox path. And uh, we are better, and we love you, and uh, we honor you, forever grateful for your kindness and your leadership and your friendship. And may revival continue in Kennett, Missouri.
0: Thank you so much, Brother Robbie Knox. It's also our honor tonight to have with us Brother Steve Cannon and his wonderful wife, And uh, he is the children's ministry director for the United Pentecostal Church. And we want him to come at this time. And he's going to share some words as well.
2: Thank you, Brother Carr. Everybody say praise the Lord." Lord. There's something about Kenneth and ICE every time I come. It's either going to snow or there's going to be ice. We preached one of the anniversaries and it was Super Bowl Sunday and nobody could have church on Sunday night because the ice moved in. So uh, it's amazing. I was here for one other one and it was, it was cold again. So I think y'all ought to move it six months in advance when there's at least warm weather along the way. We uh, certainly give honor. Uh, thank you, Brother Knox, for the kind words. It's great to have our Total executive children's ministry team here. 20 years at Kennett First Church, two decades. Amen. That's almost unheard of now. We give honor to the Missouri District Superintendent, Brother Brian Parkey, that's here. I'm honored to be with him and First Lady Missouri District Sister Parkey. It's a great joy to be with you. And also Missouri District uh, uh, Secretary, Brother Chuck Carr. It's an honor to be on the platform with you and former Missouri Superintendent. Brother Stephen Williford also that's here. We have some very important dignitaries and we appreciate all of you. Uh, We do give honor today to our friends, uh, Brother Donnie Sharon, Sister Shay Sharon, and Tess, Emma, and Abby. My wife and I get a very special privilege that we are grandpa and grandma to these girls. And so if mom and dad don't come through, you can rest assured... Grandma and Papa will always come through every time. Matter of fact, there's something exciting going on at First Church now. Believe it or not, there is a China satellite up there that just so happens to be over First Church right now. And they're trying to figure out what's going on in this place because they want to send the message back to China and so they can have it. So I think it would be okay, Brother Parky, if you preached Acts 2.38 and let them know that the first church still believes in the apostolic doctrine <laughs> and the Chinese are going to hear it. They're going to hear the praise. Uh, maybe that's how gossip gets started, but I did hear it was over Cape Girardeau, so that means anything or not. We certainly love the Sharon's course. Uh, I appreciate it, Donnie Sharon, he's a great guy. Uh, Actually, when I came to headquarters, I said, I need a promotional director to do a job that I don't wanna do. And he said, you tell me what my job descriptions are. And I told him your job description is to make sure we have good food. (laughs) And so he said, I'll sure try. And so as of the last 12 years, he's had an A plus, all right. Amen. So he certainly supplied good food. He's certainly an anointed leader and a special person. Of course, on the piano, this place would not be the same without a special girl named Shay Sharon. Amen. 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 What a great anointed couple. I'm so glad that they are our friends and we are close together at any national meetings or anything like that. I want to tell you the word Sharon can also be to S-H-A-R-I-N-G also because these folks love to share some special things with other folks. If you ever go in a restaurant with them, you can rest assured, Brother Donnie Sharon's looking at everybody's plate and checking it out. And if you are the kind of person that you just want to eat your food, you don't want to go out with him because he is in the business of sharing what you have and what he has. And uh, before long, you're in a community where you're all eating together. So I am very honored. My wife and I are very honored to be here to celebrate your 20th year here. I believe God has some supernatural things in the future that we have never seen before. Hallelujah. Amen. And I'm excited about the future of First Church. And about what God is going to do. It's an honor to be here to represent uh, UPCI Children's Ministry. And plus, best of all, because these are our special friends. God bless you. you.
0: Thank you so much, Brother Steve Cannon. At this time, not only does Brother Sheeran serve our children's ministry on a national level. He also serves us on a district level, and he is the children's director of the Missouri District. And uh, we have our children's ministry secretary here to make a quick presentation to honor them as well. This is Brother Nathaniel Moulter, by the way.
3: Thank you for that tremendous introduction. <laughs> I feel moved. <laughs> it's impossible to talk. ...about the Sharons without talking about Missouri District Children's Ministries. It's impossible to talk about First Church without talking about Missouri District Children's Ministries. This church is linked to the hip to Missouri District Children's Ministries Junior Camp Save Our Children. We want to honor you and thank you for all you've done and all you've given... To MoCM through the years. Can you give yourselves a round of applause? But I would like to have Brother and Sister Sharon and their wonderful daughters, if they will join us on the platform, because it is not just Brother Sharon that serves in children's ministries, it is this entire family that gives, that sacrifices to make Junior Camp and MoCM all that it can be each and every year. What would Junior Camp be without the anointed, powerful Junior Camp Choir? Brother Sharon, I have a numbers guy. My numbers guy tells me that you have been serving in some capacity for Missouri District Children's Ministry since 1988. You have served as the director for 18 years The first year you were director, you established a new Save Our Children record with $55,555.55. And Missouri District SoC offerings have never been the same since. We have beat record after record, and in Jesus' name, we're gonna break another record this year together. Amen. I believe it. Sister Shea, we have for you, we have for you some flowers. Want you to give it up for my wonderful flower boy. <laughs> Filling in on short notice. He's awesome. Want to thank our awesome MoCM team that's here tonight. Brother Buford, Brother Tyson, Brother Doss. We love our team. We have the best team in Missouri District. But Brother Sharon, we figure you don't love flowers as much as Sister Sharon does, but we do know that you love food. And year after year, Time after time, you have supplied and you have purchased pizza party after pizza party. In fact, if you are the ages of 8 years old to 11 years old and you become a kid crusader, right there, I see him. If you raise a $1,000 for Save Our Children, he's going to buy you another pizza party. But tonight, the pizza party is on us. God bless you, brother and sister Sharon. We love you so much. Let's give it up for our Mo CM directors. We love them.
0: just so you're aware, the the flower boy, that was brother Steve Doss. <laughs> I don't want to leave anybody out tonight. Steve, would you please stand up so everyone could see you? There you go. Thank you so very much. Well, so much could be said. By the way, not only does he serve on children's ministry, he serves on our, on our Missouri District Board for the United Pentecostal Church Missouri District. And uh, that is another thing that... He contributes and we want to say thanks to this church again for allowing that service and uh sharing sharing the blessing of the Sheerans with the rest of us. I remember when I first met Brother Sheeran, I was uh I think I was 14, 13, I was still in Illinois at that time. Me and Shay came from the same uh uh well district, not neck of the woods. She was a little further north, I was south. Uh, Wendy will remember this. And um but we had, back in the day, it used to be a big deal. We had softball tournaments. And so we put on a softball tournament down in southern Illinois. And uh, we got our team together. And uh, we all got t-shirts that were white. And we got a magic marker. And we... uh no, actually, it wasn't magic marker. It was tape. That's what it was. Cause some of our numbers fell off during the, during the, uh, <laughs> it was tape. And we taped our numbers on the back of our jerseys. And, um, got out there and we were so ready for this tournament. And we were excited because there were guys, there was actually teams coming from Missouri to play in Illinois. And we were going to show those boys how to play ball. And, uh, we were down there at the ball field waiting on, on, Solid rock to arrive. And they pulled up in a bus. Not a school bus like ours without air and broken windows. They pulled up in a Greyhound bus. And then, if that wasn't intimidating enough, they begin to exit the bus. I, all you solid rock boys, stand up. I see Trent back there. I see Steve. Go ahead, stand up. We want, we want to know who you were. It, Be, be, don't be ashamed, guys. They showed up, they got off the bus, and they were all wearing, like, professional baseball uniforms. They didn't just have uniforms with actual numbers that were sewed onto their jerseys and their names on the back, but they actually had towels with, with, their number on it and their names. And they had headbands and, and it it was quite intimidating. I'll just be honest. It, it, literally the tape began to wilt right off of our <laughs> jerseys when they got off the bus. And we were thinking, did, did we, uh, did we, you know, is this a professional team coming to play for us? And, uh, so we got out there to play again. I'm, I think I'm 14, somewhere in that range. He's much older than me, so he was 16, 17, somewhere around there. He was playing third base. I, I remember this very vividly. It made an impression upon my, my mind. It's there permanently. Sometimes when I go to sleep at night, it kind of flashes back in my face, but I remember, uh, Getting up there and I was holding that bat and all these guys just had that menacing look in their eye and, and they pitched the ball and I, I just knew I had to get it out of the infield if I could just get it out of the infield and I, I didn't. I hit it to third base. A ground ball to third base and, and it wasn't even a strong ground ball. It was one of those that kind of dribbled off the bat and so the third baseman had to like run up really far to get it. And uh, the third baseman was Don Sharon, and he runs up, and he grabs the ball, and he kind of, like, runs with me towards first base, and he throws the ball, like, really hard to Trent, who was a first baseman, and then he looked at me like I felt like he was right here, and he said, Yeah! <laughs> and I went to the dugout and cried. I think I had to change my clothes. <laughs> and I wanted to hate him. I did. I really wanted to hate him. I, I I wanted to hate this entire team. But but the more we played and the more and I just there was something contagious about Don Sheeran and I realized, you know what? Even though I don't want to like this guy, I can't help but like him and, and he's a winner. He's truly a winner. And uh I will say that again he's a winner. If you want to win, get this guy on your team. And then the years would uh progress, we would become uh better friends and then I actually moved to Missouri. I guess I I I went from JV to the varsity team. I moved to Missouri. And uh, uh brother Steve left the varsity team and he went back to JV. He's now pastoring in Illinois. Serving on the junior varsity district board over there, <laughs> uh, uh, but then then Brother Sharon began to make uh, he, he he was he was preaching and uh, came to our church and and preached and I was it was a very pivotal time in my life. I was uh, a senior in high school. I was just about to graduate. Actually, I think I had graduated and. Uh, I had no plans of ministry, no plans of, uh, in fact, I had already enrolled, signed up, and was ready to go into computer technology, and uh, he showed up, and he preached a message at, at our church, and I don't remember a word you said. It was some f- fluffy faith stuff or something. I... <laughs> That's a joke between me and him.
2: But anyhow, he
0: uh, he came to me afterwards and he he asked me if I would want to go to Bible college with him. They had just moved the college, Indiana Bible College, moved it to Indianapolis. He said, hey, I need a roommate. And uh, I feel like... Now, he, we knew each other, but he didn't know me well. And uh, he said, I, I, I want you to come. I feel like you need to come be my roommate. And uh, I laughed and I said, that's not going to happen. And uh, two weeks later... Uh, My car was packed and uh, I was sitting in front of Indiana Bible College. They had not accepted me, but I knew they had just moved and they probably needed the money. So I just started unloading my stuff and they let me stay. And uh, I don't want to take too much time, but pivotal moments in my life, pivotal moments in my life, just like that decision and a hundred more that I could point to. Just somehow, for some reason, he just is always there and always to give the nudge, always to be that voice that ends up looking back and I realize, man, that wasn't that wasn't Don Sheeran talking to me. That was God. And um, so the thing that I celebrate the most about Don Sheeran, number one, is I I trust that God had a plan and he would have done it even if you hadn't, but he used you. And so I stand here tonight, even in this role, because of this man and what he did and what he spoke into my life and what he said. And I honor him the most tonight. Out of all the things I could say, he's a trustworthy friend. He knows things about me that nobody else knows. But but the thing that I would give him the highest honor is he's a man of God. And uh, I appreciate his sensitivity. You know him as that. I know that you know him as your friend and everything else, but this church knows him. As that man of God, the one that speaks, and when he speaks, it, it's always at the right moment. He says it just at the right time, and God just seems to always use him. And here to honor him for that, being that man of God, is Sister Laura Butler. We want her to come at this time, and she's going to honor the Sheerans on behalf of the First Church Kennett.
4: Sister Shay, it seems every day you've had to wear a different hat. And the last thing you'd want is a pat on the back. You stood so tall with Jesus and our pastor both at your side. You have filled every role as a friend, a wife, mom, and a bride. You and pastor are the models of one accord, and that's just one of many reasons you are so loved and adored. Serving us as unto the Lord, you have given us more than we could ever deserve. You have been the most cherished role model of all, but showing us how best to answer God's call. You have personally been there in good times, great times, and bad. You have been the mother many have wished for. Or never had. You made a decision long ago. A decision to allow others around you to grow. The kindness and love you have shown. Is the best living example. Of the word we have ever known. You have given your life. To be a pastor's wife. The pastor's wife you chose to be. The image of the bride of Christ. You'll always be to us. What you mean to this church. And into each and every life. We are so thankful that you chose Jesus and to be our pastor's wife. You just want to be a blessing and that you have been and continue to be. Pastor Sharon, our brother, pastor, dad, (laughs) never gets to say I'm off duty. Never gets to punch out at five o'clock. Never gets to have a normal schedule. We don't know how many sleepless nights he has spent on his knees praying for our church. How much opposition that he has faced. How many family opportunities he has missed to meet with hurting people. We can't carry his burden for him. But what we can do is what the Bible tells us to do. Pray for him. Encourage him. Support him. And by blessing him. And that's what we want to do tonight. Pastor and Sister Shea. We want to bless you with this bouquet of offering of love to show you both how much you truly mean to this church and how truly loved you both are. We are blessed beyond to have the very best and we love you and appreciate you both.
1: I like those flowers.
4: You all can be seated. Thank you, Sister Laura. Your words make me want to cry. I'm just going to sum it up by saying, and I've said it many times to the church personally, but aside from being a wife and a mom, the most favorite thing I've ever done in my life has been the last 20 years. Here with you all. Thank you so much.
0: I just want everybody to know I love Shea Pruitt. And if anybody is a picture of a pastor's wife, she is. And I say thank you. The reason why I said that is during COVID when we were all doing, uh, we all became televangelists and we were trying to, by the way, I was the worst in the world (laughs) I tried my best, but there's there's actually highlight reels of our failures, but uh, we were trying to do it a little different than, than normal church so that uh, it, it would feel different, and we wanted everybody to come back and not make that their, their choice later on, and uh, so I was... Looking there on Facebook, watching people as they were popping in and they were, and, and I was trying to interact with them, which I was not doing very good. And then it, it, up came the name Shea Pruitt. Of course, I knew her as Shea Pruitt because we were from Illinois way back in the day. And so without even thinking, I just said it online. I said, Oh, I love Shea Pruitt. <laughs> and then I realized what that must sound like. And so I followed that up with, and I love her husband, Don Sheeran, too. <laughs> But there is no doubt about it. We love Shay Pruitt Sheeran. What an amazing lady. Amen. And at this time, at this time, I want to turn this pulpit over to the pastor, the shepherd of First Church, UPC and Kenneth. Would you put your hands together for Brother Don Sheeran? Amen.
5: Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Let's give praise to God right now. Somebody help me praise him right now. I give you praise, Lord. I give you praise, Lord. Help me magnify Him. Help me exalt Him. Oh, clap your hands. Lift your voice. We're here to rejoice, to celebrate you in this house. This is His house. Let's give great praise to Him right now. Let's honor and recognize the King. He's in this house. The Holy Ghost is here. I give you glory. I give you glory. I give you glory. I give you praise. Worthy, worthy, worthy is the Lord God Almighty. He's in this house. The Holy Ghost is here and for that I'm grateful. You may be seated. I'm humbled and honored that each of you have joined us on this very significant night in First Church of Kennett's history. We are deeply moved by each one of you that are in the sanctuary tonight. Time would not allow for me to begin the discourse of those that are here that are worthy of honor and recognition for your presence here and all that has made this evening possible. But let me just say on behalf of my wonderful wife and these three lovely ladies that we are deeply humbled and honored that you have joined us for this tremendous time together, a night to celebrate what God has done and what you just heard he will do to and through you. We are here to celebrate and I am so moved with all that has been done and all that has been said about us and for that we are so very grateful. But let me just say tonight that this I, I told the Lord as all this was going on this is because of you. It's all about everything that we're doing is about the great God of glory. The church that we have the church that we will be it's all because of the Lord unto thee O oh Lord somebody know that it's the great God of glory that's in this house he built this house he put us here he keeps us here we're here he's here you're here let's celebrate him somebody help me pray do we have a little do we have a little time to just take a praise break? would somebody just help me give give God glory let's give God glory tonight let's give him praise oh clap your hands all ye people Somebody lift your voice. I speak Jesus. Somebody lift your voice and shout. I want to come to the... I was glad when they said unto me, let's go to the house of the Lord. It's because it's the house of the Lord. It's because it's the house of the Lord. We're here because of you. We honor you. We praise you. We worship you. We magnify you. You are worthy. You are worthy. You may be seated. Thank you for your worship. Tyler is here, Tyler Roberts, he's our assistant fire chief here in Kennett, and uh, we're so thankful that the Roberts are a part of First Church. Tyler, if you don't mind, if you'll come up here and get this trash can for me. You know, I I got him here in uniform. He knows where all the fire extinguishers are. We made sure they were all good and everything's ready to go. So if you'll do the honors of just taking that trash can and setting it right out there in front, uh, we're getting ready to do something we've wanted to do for a long time. This, This is a night for note burning. And I just, I think it's noteworthy to recognize that the assistant fire chief, Tyler, has come to bring this and he's one of the newest members of our church and I just want Tyler to know that we're so thankful that you're a part of First Church. And Tyler, just because this is, if y'all at First Church know what I'm about to do, you know why I'm going to do it. I just got to. Because I, now that's for little Tyler, you know what I'm saying? Because I was preaching my my guts out the other Sunday, and man, pastor, there's nothing like it when, when, when there's somebody there that you need some, yeah. some help. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he just got up and gave me a hug, and man, I went right back into preaching. I was <laughs> fired up. So uh, we're, we're so thankful. So if you, you just want to stand right there, we're getting ready to do something that's very significant tonight, and that's why if you received an invitation, you know that this is a night of note-burning, that it's noteworthy that we're here to celebrate with all of you what God has done. And on behalf of my wife and your First Family, let me begin by saying how honored we are that you are here to celebrate with us. Tonight is a night for note-burning. The greatest blessing of First Church is the wonderful people that call this church theirs. You, First Church, are an amazing group whom we love dearly and are honored to pastor. Whether you've been here 20 days or 20 years, you are home here and we are happy that you are here. I am so thankful for every person that is a part of First Church. The pieces of paper I hold in my hand describe our properties, tell of what we pledge to pay and when however it does not do justice to who we are and all we have let me begin by saying we are so thankful for this spacious sanctuary where you tonight are seated and it is not sufficient to say that the nearly 20,000 square feet that we boast in this building is a blessing this is a place where prayer is made and when prayer is made fire falls. And when fire falls, glory fills this house. I am thankful for a sanctuary. I am thankful for First Church Sanctuary where prayer is, prayer works. Is there anybody that believes prayer works? And when you pray, fire falls. And when fire falls, glory fills the house. I feel the glory as it fills. This is more than burning a piece of paper. This is celebrating and signifying that He is in the house. A sanctuary that easily seats hundreds, but a temple that thousands have been connected to our Savior. Only heaven will truly tell of all that has happened in this hallowed house. The place we call First Church, a place packed with potential and, and, and promise, perhaps no finer demonstration of that that is represented by our Sunday school rooms. If you go through and into the hall, you will find there that there are rooms that are renovated quarterly by our amazing staff. And they see that our children must be saved. Save our children is much more than a fun drive slogan. It's what we believe at First Church. And we have the Sunday school rooms to (laughs) equip and empower teachers to do the same and see our children saved. And for that... I am grateful and it would not be right if I didn't stop right now, Sister Lisa, and say Sunday school is awesome because Jesus is awesome. Thank God for everyone that takes the time to make those rooms that are beyond those doors be what they are for our children. These also have, our children also have a place of worship to call their own upstairs. When they go there, to their upper room. They call it the Masterpiece Club and it's where the Master molds and makes them into His masterpieces. And that's not all. Our students that proclaim this place as theirs have their own space as well. Their First Youth Center is in the upper room too where they, many, have received an upper room experience, a place where the students' lives are formed, forged for the future of First Church and beyond. The blessing continues. The building is blessed with abundant space, space to have offices where that ministers and their leaders are molded and make a mark on the mission of the Master where we will do our best at First Church to take the whole gospel to the whole world by the whole church. And I want our superintendent to know that we intend to be a thriving apostolic work in this community and we pray and we prepare and we will plant because we want to see a thriving apostolic work in every community. The blessing of the building and what the Lord has done. Go around the roundabout and across the street and you'll see the blessing beyond this building as we have a space of over 10,000 square feet of opportunity. It houses our gymnasium where food, fun, fellowship are shared with the First Church family and our friends. And we believe that future friends will find the same. This space also houses our Kennett Christian Academy, our very own Christian school, which has been in continuous operation since 1979, a place where our students receive a quality education with an apostolic influence. Our community and others like it around about reap the reward of this apostolic institution, and that it is. This building has been a valuable resource to our community, as many have been benefited and blessed by it, and for that we are grateful. On that same lot of land, a nearly 3,000 square foot house, four bedroom, four bath, that is the home for first family. This beautiful blessing is a refuge, a safe place for the first family. It allows them, us, a place of rest while leading this amazing church to the revival that he has for us. Last, but certainly not least, the blessing of 15 acres of land where the vision and dreams of First Church's future reside and will be realized an amazing opportunity of potential promise reside in that land and while we wait we watch as cotton is planted, produced and harvested symbolizing that in the spirit the fields are white already to harvest and they will be there is there anybody that believes with me that we are blessed to have all that we have at First church in what we have is so much more than what this piece of paper could possibly proclaim. For all that we have, all that has been described, we borrowed, we gave, we've been blessed. So tonight we burn. We declare that we are debt free. We are debt free. We are debt free. That's got a nice ring to it. I want to say again today, we are debt free. Somebody ought to rejoice with me that we are debt Is there anybody that wants to rejoice with me that we, we are debt free. You remain standing and as as fire will consume, man, this feels good. I don't know, Pastor, but I, I got a feeling that over the balcony of heaven that There are people like Joe Cook that Mm -hmm. an angel said, come here, come here, Joe, I want you to go with me. I want you to get a glance and look and to see what we've longed for and uh, Sister Sandy, it's getting ready to happen and uh, all of you that have worked so hard, we're getting ready to put fire to this and this is going to burn and my prayer is that this will be symbolic of the fire that will ignite in us and that we will have that fire ignite in us and as it does that fire will fall and that as fire falls, glory will fill and as glory fills this house, that He will do what he desires to do through what we have done so if we can get this to (laughs) light, technical difficulties I mean I'd hate to have to ask for a backup guess what there's a reason why you're here leave it to a fireman to have whoo Somebody realize this is more than fire on a piece of paper. This is the power that God has put in us to see. Somebody give thanks to the Lord right now. Somebody. might take as long to burn it as it did to pay it off. <laughs> you know what it needs? You know what it needs? It needs an accelerant. You know what an accelerant is? It's what we do. It's worship. It's praise. It's what fans the flame. It's what fans the fire. I know that what we need to do right now is as we celebrate this momentous evening. We need to close our eyes, lift our hands. And as church, as we celebrate, First Church and honored guests, help me celebrate that what we have done is completely and successfully put to rest any debt that we have. Somebody offer praise and thanksgiving to the Lord as we thank Him that He has allowed us to be debt-free. I thank You for it tonight, God. I give You praise for it tonight, Father. We rejoice in You. We celebrate you. Oh, I give you praise. I give you praise. Thank you again to all of you who have made this night so special, so significant, so powerful. The Holy Ghost is in the house. Tonight we have so many that are honored guests that are here. And I say thank you to each of you. I'm so humbled that you are here to celebrate this night with us. But we are supremely blessed to have Missouri District Superintendent First Lady and their family with us tonight to put the exclamation point on this celebration. Brian and Lisa Parkey are first and foremost Christians, you will not find finer Christians than our superintendent and our first lady. They are anointed by God to lead this Missouri district. I thank God for the calling that is upon them to lead us. And I'm submitted to this man of God. And his vision. And I'm excited tonight that he is here with us. While this choir was doing such an amazing job leading us in worship. I told Bishop Parkey that he doesn't even truly know the impact and influence that he has on First Church there are so many things behind the scenes that he has prayed for and orchestrated to make it that we would have what we have at First Church and for me personally I am forever indebted and grateful I thank God for a man of God I thank God for the word of God And there is no one finer to come to this great group of people and be that for us tonight, the man of God with the word of God. Put your hands together and welcome our district superintendent, my friend, Brian Parker.
6: Join me in singing Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, there's just something about that name, oh, Master, say. But there's something about that name. Oh, just love him right now. Just love Jesus in this house. Oh, I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. God, I thank you for 20 years of blessings. I thank you for 20 years of faithfulness. I thank you for 20 years of commitment, Lord of this congregation, of this pastor and his wife and their family. God, you've been so good to us. You brought brought us through every valley, over every mountain, every fire, every trial, every blood. And God, your name reigns supreme in this house tonight. Somebody give Jesus just a hand clap of praise. (laughs) Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. What an absolute joy it is to be here tonight and be part of this celebration. And every one of us so dearly love you and your wife and your children. And uh, we're just we're just extremely happy tonight for you. And to be here and see it, feel it, experience it. Thank you for the invitation to be here tonight. And, uh, you know, it's one thing to enjoy something yourself but when you enjoy it with people that you love it just makes it more special and so thank you for the invitation thank you to all of our ministers and spouses and families and neighboring churches that are here tonight thank you for being here to celebrate we we need to celebrate better and uh, but thank you for being here tonight uh, to celebrate this great occasion and um, wow hasn't it been wonderful here tonight Deuteronomy chapter number 10 and verse number 8. Give honor to our district elder, Brother Williford. Love and appreciate him. Love all these Sharon girls. Thank God for them. so delighted my wife and my daughter are here with me tonight. Thank God for them. Amen. I left my phone in the car, so I have no idea how long I'm going to preach. How many would give me 10 minutes? Let me see your hand. 10, 20, 30, 40, 50... Sixty. Okay, I think I'm covered. I'm gonna be all right. Praise God. Deuteronomy chapter number ten. Hallelujah. Ain't no party like a Holy Ghost party. Because the Holy Ghost party won't stop. I thought you were gonna get new carpet. That trash can heating up. Gonna have a nice. That's the. Ever heard about the spout where the glory comes out? It's gonna be that round spot right there in the carpet. Amen. Deuteronomy chapter 10 and verse 8 says, At that time, the Lord separated the tribe of Levi to bear the ark of the covenant of the Lord, to stand before the Lord, to minister unto Him, and to bless in His name unto this day preach for a few minutes tonight from this title, When Levi Leads, When Levi Leads. Let's pray and ask the Lord to anoint me to preach his word tonight. Jesus, I thank you for this wonderful church, these wonderful people, the leadership of this church. God, I thank you, God, for those that have gathered tonight to celebrate this great occasion. Lord Jesus, let your word work and speak tonight. God, let us leave blessed by your power and your glory and your word. In Jesus' name, and everybody said amen. Amen. And you may be seated. There are times that define men and women as leaders and as someone to remember as history goes on. Audie Leon Murphy, son of a poor Texas sharecropper, rose to national fame as the most decorated U.S. combat soldier of World War II. Among his 33 awards and decorations was the Medal of Honor, the highest military award for bravery that can be given to any individual in the United States of America for conspicuous gallantry at the risk of his life above and beyond the call of duty. He also received every decoration for valor that his country had to offer, some of them more than once, including five decorations by France and Belgium, credited with either killing over 240 of the enemy, while wounding and capturing many others, he became a legend within the 3rd Infantry Division. Audie Murphy was a legend in his own time and a hero, For all times. The citation of the Medal of Honor recognized 2nd Lieutenant Audie Murphy, 15th Infantry, for his valor on January 26th, 1945, near Howitzer, France. His Company B was attacked by six tanks and waves of infantry. 2nd Lieutenant Murphy ordered his men to withdraw and prepare positions in the woods while He remained forward at his command post to direct the artillery. One of his company's tank destroyers received a direct hit and began to burn. Lieutenant Murphy climbed onto the burning tank destroyer. He trained its machine gun on the enemy, killing dozens and causing their infantry attack to waver. He held his position for more than an hour receiving a leg wound, but continued the fight until his ammunition was exhausted. He then made his way to his company, refused medical attention and organized the company in a counterattack which forced the enemy to withdraw. The citation reads, Lieutenant Murphy's indomitable courage and his refusal to give an inch of ground saved his company from possible encirclement and destruction and enabled it to hold the woods, which had been the enemy's objective. A popular quote often attributed to Edmund Burke says the only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing. The Bible is full of stories of men and women who define their place in the history of God's people by their willingness to do something in the face of spiritual opposition. These stories serve as an example to us that we too can seize our moment and stand for righteousness and for truth. Times of testing. Come to all who are called for a higher purpose. Tonight we come to celebrate a man, a man and woman of God who passed their test and have passed that test time and time and time again because they were called for a higher purpose. We're celebrating a man and woman of God who despite the odds stayed in the trenches stayed in the fight and said we're not giving up on one inch of ground we're not giving up on one soul we're not giving up on one family we are not giving up on our revival thank God for leadership like that thank God for leadership like that hallelujah at their own cost at their own sacrifice they gave their own selves for the victory of others amen the the stories amen are full of, of people who had their moments that came out of obscurity but God used them Gideon the Midians are stealing your harvest What are you going to do? Oh, give me a trumpet. Give give, give me a torch. Give me a picture. Give me a shout. Amen. I may have been hiding in a cave yesterday, but this is my moment to step onto the arena and just see what God can do. I wonder even tonight if God isn't calling somebody, God isn't challenging somebody, God hasn't come to encourage you. Don't give up. Don't throw in the towel. Hold your ground. Amen. Hold your banner high. Amen. Who's on the Lord's side tonight? Amen. God is going to come through for you. Esther, what, what are you going to do? Your people are going to be destroyed. What are you going to do? Amen. Would you fast for me? Would you fast for me? I'm going to put my own life in peril. And I'm going to go into the king. And I'm going to tell him what's going on. I'm going to go in and be an ambassador for my people. I'm going to be an intercessor for my people. David... There's a giant named Goliath that is threatening the people of God. What are you going to do? Hallelujah. You come at me with sword and spear, but I come at you in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. I believe God is raising up people. God is providing opportunities where you too are going to stand in the gap and you're going to make up the hedge and God is going to use you. God is going to anoint you. God is going to send you out of this church to make a difference in our world. Peter and John, the chief priests and elders have forbidden you to speak or teach in the name of Jesus. What are you going to do? Hallelujah. I'll tell you what they did. Acts 4.29, they called a prayer meeting. Hallelujah, they called a prayer meeting. Thank God this is still a house of prayer. They called a prayer meeting and said, And now, Lord, behold their threatenings and grant unto thy servants that with all boldness they may speak thy word. They didn't say stop the threat. They didn't say shut their mouth. They said, God give us boldness to speak thy word by stretching forth thine hand to heal and that signs and wonders may be done by the name of thy holy child, Jesus. I don't care what the enemy's saying, pastor. I don't care what's coming against you right now. Amen. I pray God would baptize us with boldness to stand in the gap and say greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world hallelujah God grant us boldness amen that you're going to give us sight you're going to give us wonders that may be done by the name of thy holy child Jesus do I have anybody that knows what that name is shout the name of Jesus shout the name of Jesus and when they had prayed hallelujah and when they had prayed the place was shaken where they were assembled God shake this house shake this city shake southeast Missouri by your power and by your glory and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost And they spake the word of God with boldness. Baptize me with boldness. If I could speak Chinese, I'd go out and talk to that satellite. Hallelujah. Tonight we're celebrating 20 years. of pastoral leadership that has continually stood against the attacks of the enemy against this church. The devil fights what he's afraid of. The devil's afraid of first church. He has stood against the attacks against this church against your family And against your soul. Thank God for leaders who are willing to fight for us. Thank God for leaders that are willing willing to pray for us. Thank God for leaders that are willing to preach to us. Thank God for pastors who are willing, Brother Carr, to tell us the truth. Thank God for a man and woman of God who have stood in the gap and made up the hedge in Kennett, Missouri. we got to have it. we got to have it. we got to have it. Beloved, choose one, three when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation. It was needful for me to write unto you and exhort that you should earnestly contend. I wanted to write and talk about what we had in common, what's happening that's good, but I felt pressed that I need to talk about amen what you need to do concerning this faith which was once delivered unto the saints let me tell you this faith doesn't need an upgrade this faith doesn't need 2.0 or 3.0 amen but the gospel still works the gospel still works. God still saves us, saves people from their sins. God still baptizes them with the Holy Ghost. God still calls us to come out from among them and be ye separate, saith the Lord. But we gotta be willing to fight for it. Hallelujah. I heard Brother Mooney tell a story. He saw this beautiful flower garden and he asked the lady, she was a little perturbed that he was asking her, but he asked her, he said, ma'am, he said, how, how do you have this beautiful flower garden? She said, I'll give you some simple advice. She said, you, you pull the weeds and you water the flowers and you never get the two mixed up. I know some of you want to write that down, so I'll say it again. You pull the weeds, and you water the flowers, and you never get the two mixed up. Hallelujah. You don't have to plant weeds. Weeds just pop up overnight. Where'd that come from? Thank God somebody could pull some weeds. Hallelujah. We live in a mixed up world. Our whole value system is messed up. Every person is doing what is right in their own eyes. I got my truth. You got your truth. Amen. I that's a bunch of hogwash. I can say hogwash and Kennet. it. I can say Toad Strangler, Gully Washer. A bunch of hogwash. There is a truth. Jesus said, I am the truth. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And no man cometh to the Father except by Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. We're mixed up. We cancel a $300 million irrigation project to protect a woodpecker that may or may not exist. And in doing so, we deprive farmers water and workers jobs. We spend billions of dollars to save whales, snail darters, and spotted owls while we abort babies by the millions as a matter of convenience. Virtue and virginity are scorned while all that is sexual and sens- sensual is celebrated. Men want to be women. Women want to be men. And some don't know what they are or want to be. White is no longer white. Black is no longer black. Truth has become a dull yellow while judgment is... Amen. Lives in a world of gray. That's the world we live in. Hallelujah. There's a war going on. There's a war going on. There's a war between good and evil. Light and darkness. Heaven and hell. When the war is over, where will you be? Hallelujah. Where will you be? Heard about a guy in the Civil War He built a house on a hill and He had the Union to the north And the Confederates to the south And so he got a a Union flag And a Confederate flag And he he sewed them together And he ran that flag up So that the Confederates would see the Confederate flag And the Union would see the Union flag But then the wind shifted And they both blew him off the hill Amen Joshua said, choose you this day Who you're going to serve You got to make up your mind. You got to have a made up mind and a determination. Choose you this day whom you're going to serve. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Somebody shall we will. Somebody shall we will. We will serve. Serve the Lord. First church, we will. Missouri, we will. Illinois, we will serve the Lord. Our text, our text says that at that time, the Lord separated the tribe of Levi. I believe the time that Moses is referring to is is found in Exodus 32. From Exodus Exodus 24 to 30, Moses is in the mountain. Getting a direct download from God about the tabernacle, the priesthood, the sacrifices, the Sabbath rest. God's telling him, pick out Bezalel and Holy Ab, and I've anointed them, and I've gifted them, and they're going to do all these great things. And man, Moses is just having a time up on the mountain, hearing from God, writing notes, got his iPad out, just. Hallelujah. He's leaving the mountain with the first tablet it's the tablet of stone, it's the tables of testimony. Written with the finger of God. Man, wait wait till I get down the mountain. Wait till I show the people. Wait, wait till I tell them what God has, has given me. Woo! It's gonna be awesome! Hallelujah. Heard a sermon once. I won't say where, but the young man got finished preaching. He said, well, that didn't go like I thought. Hallelujah. I've had a few of those sermons. That sure didn't go like I thought it would. It sure preached a lot better in my closet than it did here. Hallelujah. Moses was fixing to have one of those Sundays. He was in the presence of God, he was hearing it from God, but he was fixing to encounter. Amen. Some people who had, had drifted from what God wanted them to do. While the while Moses was in the mountain, the Bible says that the people corrupted themselves. Exodus thirty two eight says, They have turned aside quickly out of the way which I commanded them. They have made them a molten calf and have worshipped it and have sacrificed thereunto. And said, These be thy gods, O Israel, which have brought thee up out of the land of Egypt. Amen. Verse one of that same chapter says, When the people saw that Moses delayed to come down out of the mount, the people gathered themselves together unto Aaron and said unto him, Up, make us gods, which shall go before us for as for this Moses, that man that brought us up out of the land of Egypt, we wot not what is become of him. We tell somebody tonight, beware of decisions you make on your own when you think God is delayed. 't shown up yet i, I don 't know where he 's at i don 't know what 's going on. I think i'll just go ahead and make myself a god I, I think i'll go ahead and make my own path. I think i'll go ahead and do what i I think is best and i, I, I we just we'll, we'll put some gold together and and, 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 and i, I don 't know what he's doing i, I don 't know where he's at, but i 'm going to do what I want to do. Let me tell somebody, beware of worshiping sinful substitutes that are god's little g of our own making. They said if God doesn't do what we want Him to do, we will just make our own gods. Don't we live in that kind of a world? Amen. He doesn't do what I want Him to do. He doesn't show up when I want Him to show up. So you know what? I'll just forget about the God with a capital G and I'll make me a little God and I'll worship that. And I'll give my devotion to that. I'll, I'll give my money to that. I'll give my time to that. I'll give my talent to that. God said, let me wipe them out. God said, Moses, I'll work through you. But thank God for a man of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, who started interceding for God's people. Oh God, oh God, I, I know that they're wayward, God. I know that they've missed it, God. God, I know they're living in disobedience. God, I know they're living in rebellion. God, I know that they have forgotten you. I I know that they've abandoned the their commandments. I I know they've abandoned what they've been taught. But God, could you give them one more chance, God? God, could you help them, God? What would the Egyptians say? The world is watching us, God. came off that mountain and he heard the noise coming from the camp of the Israelites as they danced naked around a golden calf. And he said, it is not the voice of them that shout for mastery, neither it is the voice of them that cry for being overcome, but the noise of them that sing do I hear. Beware of the curse of mediocrity that is found worshiping a little gee, God. We are not living in victory, and we are not living in defeat. We are just intoxicated by our own spiritual party, which we construct ourselves, and we are oblivious to the judgment that is coming. I've got noise. I've got speaking up. I've got pseudo-worship in my life. I've got pseudo-happiness. I've got pseudo-relationship in a religious context. But you have failed the commandment of God. Hallelujah. Moses' anger waxed hot as he cast the tables of stone to the ground and broke them. He ground up the golden calf and made the people drink of it. He confronted Aaron and his excuse was this. I don't know. It just happened. I don't know how I fell. It just happened. I, I don't know how I backslid. It just happened. I, I don't know how I got that far from God. It just happened. Let me tell you, if you don't have an intentional relationship with God, you will find yourself dance, dancing naked around a golden calf and your only response will be, I don't know. It just happened. Hallelujah. But thank God for a pastor. Thank God for apostles and prophets and evangelists and pastors and teachers who were given for the perfecting of the saints for the work of the ministry. Hallelujah. Thank God for a preacher that will call us to repentance. Thank God for a pastor or pastor's wife that will take you aside to share their concerns with you from a loving heart. Thank God for a watchman on the wall that calls out when they see danger approaching. Don't get mad at the messenger. Don't get mad at the preacher. Don't have the preacher for lunch. Hallelujah, but release him into your life. Release the word of God into your life because he's trying to throw you a lifeline. He's trying to save your soul. He's trying to keep you on the path. He's trying to keep you in covenant relationship. He's trying to keep you blessed. He's trying to keep you favored. He's trying to keep you in touch with God. I think right now we ought to thank God for the preachers and pastors. and teachers, and parents, and youth pastors in our life. Hallelujah. Thank God somebody loved me enough to speak truth into my life. Oh, give the Lord a hand clap of praise right now. Don't be like the three people this week in California that drove around the roadblock with flashing lights on a closed road and ended up in a sinkhole because they ignored the warnings. Exodus 32 and 25 in the NIV says this. Moses saw that the people were running wild and that Aaron had let them get out of control and so became a laughing stock to their enemies. Hallelujah. Thank God for a preacher that won't let me become a laughing stock. Hallelujah. Then Moses verse 26 stood in the gate Moses stood in the gate hallelujah I remember when we were acting up as teens and my dad would come off the platform he'd just come stand by you he'd say give me the note now, maybe it should be. Give me the phone. <laughs> Hallelujah. Moses stood in the gate. Fire in his eyes, compassion in his heart, tears streaming down his face. Who is on the Lord's side? Come um, unto me what an, what an altar call, whosoever will let him come, who is all the Lord's side. Hallelujah. Who is on the Lord's side? You may have been caught red-handed. You may have been caught in the middle of all this debauchery. You may have been been caught in all this failure but here's an opportunity for you right now to tell him whose side that you're on there may be somebody tonight you just stumbled into an anniversary service and maybe your life isn't what you think it ought to be that's all right you're in the right place because the Lord is calling you in this house saying who is on the Lord's side and God's got a place for you. God's got an anointing for you. God's got an altar for you. Lift your hands. Lift your voices to the Lord. Who's on the Lord's side? Who's on the Lord's side? Let him know you're on his side right now. Talk to Jesus. You're not talking to me. You're not waiting on me. But talk to him right now. God, hallelujah. God, I belong to you. God, I love you. God, I want you to be the Lord of my life. Who's on the Lord's side? Who's on the Lord's side? Is there anybody on the Lord's side? Just lift a hand to Him right now. <laughs> Hallelujah. God, I, here I am with my brokenness. Here I am with my mistakes. Here I am with my bad attitude. Here I am, God, with my failure, my brokenness, my past. Hallelujah. But God, if you'll take me like I am, let Him come into me. And all the sons of Levi, gathered themselves together unto Him. Hallelujah. Let me tell you, there's a drawing right now. Well, there's a drawing in this end time hour. Hallelujah. There's a shaking. There's been a quaking. There's been a sifting. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I thank God if you're an Urshan student, stand up. But if you're an Urshan student, stand up. I thank God for all of our Urshan students that are here tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I thank God for apostolic young people. I thank God for young people that are committing their lives to the Lord. I'm glad there's somebody saying, Hey, I want to be part of what God's doing.
5: Hallelujah. He
6: said unto them, Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, Put every man his sword by his side and go in and out from gate to gate throughout the camp and slay every man his brother and every man his companion and every man his neighbor. The altar call was over. You see, they had a covenant to protect. They had a king that had been prophesied that was coming. Hallelujah as a people of God. Hallelujah. Desperate times demand desperate measures. Hallelujah. He said, you go through the camp. If there's anybody that is persistent in their idolatry that refuses to repent, that can, that continues to say, we're going to dance around that golden calf. He said, I want you to take your sword and I want you to take them out. And they went throughout the camp and there fell the people that day, about 3,000 men. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Levi, step to the forefront. Levi. Hallelujah, led that day. Levi said, You can count on me. Levi said, I don't know what the other young people are doing, but I know what I'm doing. Amen. I don't know what society is doing, but I know what I'm doing. I don't know what the church down the street is doing, but I know what First Church is doing. I don't know what that family's doing, but I know what our family's doing. I will be on the Lord's side. Hallelujah. Thank God, amen, for leading this church for 20 years, saying we're going to be on the Lord's side. We're going to be in the book. We're going to preach truth. We're going to preach holiness. We're going to preach new birth. We're going to be God's people. Oh, somebody clap your hands and praise Him right now. Hallelujah. Here's what verse 29 says. For Moses had said, consecrate yourselves today to the Lord. And even every man upon his son, upon his brother, that he may bestow upon you a blessing this day. The New Living Translation says it this way. Listen carefully. He's talking to Levi. Levi, today you have ordained yourselves for the service of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Today you have ordained yourself for the service of the Lord. Let me tell you, if you're going to be used to God, there's going to be moments that you're going to have to decide, am I going to choose him or am I going to choose him or her or that or self? And you have to love Him more than you love them. And say, I'm going to walk away from them because I love Him. And that day, you will will ordain yourself. You will consecrate yourself. You will mark yourself. Today, today, you have ordained yourself the service of the Lord for you obeyed him even though it meant killing your own sons and brothers and today you have earned a blessing hallelujah 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 because Levi led in such a critical moment in the history of God's people God said, I'm going to mark Levi for my use. Levi, you will carry the covenant. You will conduct worship in my tabernacle. And you will convey the blessing. When Levi leads, the ark will be carried. And the covenant will be protected. God said, I found someone I can depend on. Someone who won't crumble beneath the burden. Someone who knows how to get in my presence. Someone who knows how to let my blessings flow through them. When, when Levi leads, the church is going forward. On a Friday night, I'm in a room full of Levi's. I know it's heavy. I know we're not there. But keep carrying the ark. Because we're going somewhere. It's a land that flows with milk. Marching, keep marching, keep holding strong. Hallelujah! When Levi leads, hallelujah! The church is going forward. Thank you, Pastor Sharon, for carrying the burden and protecting the covenant. Hallelujah! This is a holy place. You felt at the moment you came in. Hallelujah! This place has been consecrated by tears and sacrifice and blood, sweat, and tears. My dad preached a revival here in the 60s. He used to tell the story of the men that would get around in a prayer circle. Hallelujah. People want to get the Holy Ghost would get in that circle and they'd pray on one side and they'd push him to the other side. And they'd get to the other side, they'd push him to the other side. Before it was all done, they were filled with the Holy Ghost. This is a revival church. This is a harvest church. This is a giving church. This is a church for the backslider. This is a church for the hopeless. This is a church for the drug addict. This is a church for the broken. This is a church for anybody that says, hey, I want to be on the Lord's side. I want to be on the Lord's side. Thank God for 20 years of staying beneath the burden. Thank God for burden bearers. Got ready to build the Missouri Ministry Center and we voted to do it. I felt the weight of raising $600,000. Brother Sheeran spoke up. The word of faith. All of a sudden that burden started lifting and I put that burden on him. And you know what? We did it. We did it. Because that man right there knows how to carry the burden. That man right there knows how to put one foot in front of the other and say, we're going to get there. It's going to happen. We're not, gonna get, we're not gonna just going to hit our goal. We're going to break our goal. When Levi leads, victory's coming. When Levi leads, Breakthrough's coming. When Levi leads, revival's coming. Harvest is coming. Mortgages paid off. When Levi leads, there's gonna be a move of God. The fire's gonna be burning. The light will be lit bread will be fresh the incense will be sweet and the sacrifice will be made Sister Shay Sheeran there's nobody that does it any better hallelujah when Levi leads there's going to be a move of God when Sister Shea opens her mouth and uses her anointed voice when she gets behind that keyboard and begins to play and begins to move in the spirit. Hallelujah. All hell starts trembling. Thank God for apostolic worship. Thank God for apostolic worship. Thank God for Levi's who learn, who practice, who pray, who perfect their gift and perfect their calling Hallelujah! show up early. Amen. To make it work. And all to come together. Why? Because they say, hey, I've been called out. I'm on the Lord's side. I'm on the Lord's side. Hallelujah. When it's convenient. When it's not convenient. Amen. When you do good. And when you don't do good. You keep doing it unto the Lord. Because you've been called to be a worshiper. You've been called to be a worshiper. You've been called to lead worship. Thank you for leading us into the presence of God. Thank you for putting some wood on the fire when there was a chill in the air. How many times have we been have we been buffeted by the world? Our minds clouded, our spirits low. But all of a sudden somebody starts singing. Somebody starts playing. Hallelujah. In fact, go ahead and get up there. I told Brother Bobby Moore, I said, if I pull my ear twice, I need you to start running the aisles. Brother Haymaster was going to be right behind him. Hallelujah. When Levi leads, you might as well come expecting a move of God. Hallelujah. But there was one more thing. Hallelujah. At that time, the Lord separated the tribe of Levi to hear, to bear the Ark of the Covenant, to stand before the Lord, to minister unto Him, and then finally to bless in His name unto this day. Hallelujah. When Levi leads... There will be a blessing conveyed to those who need it and desire it. Thank you, Brother and Sister Sharon, for your desire to bless others and see the team succeed. Thank you for blessing Kenneth Section 4, the Missouri District and the United Pentecostal Church because you have led like Levi. Hallelujah. Just go eat with them. Here try this. This is donkey hoof. <laughs> this is spiderweb on top of cantaloupe. Most of the time, man, that's good. (laughs) Can I get a witness, Brother Tyson? (laughs) Most of the time. Hallelujah. When Levi leads, he wants to make sure everybody's blessed. Levi leads, it's not just about you, your family, your church. When Levi leads, I've been blessed to be a blessing. Abraham, get out from your kindred. Your father's house and go to a land that I'll show thee, and I'm gonna bless them that bless you and curse them that curse you and in you shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Abraham, I can trust you to receive a blessing because you will in turn be a blessing. When Levi leads, there's a flow of blessing hallelujah when Levi leads everybody's going to go home with a piece of bread and a piece of flesh and, hmm I don't know exactly what they did or how it worked and there's a lot of different clans among the Levites and timing and But but I think about the words that were given to Aaron and his sons who were also of the tribe of Levi. He said, On this wise shall you bless the children of Israel say unto them, The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make His face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up His countenance upon thee and give thee peace. Would you stand with me in this house? Hallelujah. You know what I. You know what I feel that God wants to do here tonight. I think God wants to pour out a blessing on us. And it's going to flow out of 20 years of blessing. It's going to flow out of 20 years of being led by Levi in in this house. I believe that miracles can happen here tonight. I believe hope can be restored covenant can be renewed callings can come tonight hallelujah here's what God wants to do he's going to start pouring out some blessings it's already been happening in this service lift your hands right now like a funnel to heaven in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ I speak healing and blessing and favor blessings on your health, your finance, your home your kids, your church, your ministry in the name of Jesus the Lord bless thee the Lord keep thee the Lord make his face shine upon thee the Lord be gracious unto thee The Lord lift up your countenance tonight. Hallelujah. Would you step out of your pew right now and let's come for a time of corporate prayer around the front of this building. And I want you to let that blessing flow. I I want you to seek somebody out before this altar service is over and say, I'm thankful for you. I want the blessing to flow to you. Hallelujah. I want the healing to flow to you. I want the harvest to flow to you. I want the revival to flow to you. I want the outpouring to flow to you. Thank you, Levi. Thank you, Pastor. Thank you, Pastor's wife. Thank you, Sunday school teacher. Thank you, youth pastor. Thank you, faithful saint of God. Thank you, prayer warrior. Thank you, Kenneth First Church. Come on, let's pray. Let's pray. Do you need a blessing? Receive a blessing. Give a blessing. Let there be a flow of the Holy Ghost right now. May His favor be upon you. Baba Generation. Your
2: your family, and your children, and children
4: In the name of Jesus, of Jesus. In
6: the name of Jesus. In the
5: name of
2: Jesus your family and your children.